Right, it's recording. Cool. Good. Good. <laughs> Let's get on with it. How are you, babes? Good. Good. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I am good. No, I'm good. I've obviously been crying in Starbucks this morning. Oh. <laughs> I did message you. Hang on, wait. Welcome to... Oh! <laughs> episode... Whatever it is. I think this is. is episode eight, the final of season one. Is it? Yes, it is. Oh my God. Oh my God, the final episode of season one of Can, Can We Talk? Talk? Can we talk mm. about you? Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I am absolutely fine. You but, had um, an emotional morning. Yeah. Dropped um, Kai off at his little residential trip for two oh, nights. Oh, love it. I think it's more, actually, the build-up and knowing it's coming. Of course. Once I literally, like, kicked him on the coach... You were like, oh. I was like, oh, my God. See ya. Yeah. Because he was... Obviously, very excited. Playing up this oh morning. Oh my god, I can imagine how excited they but were. But in my head, I was like, oh my god, why do you have to do this now? Yeah. When I want to be like, I love you, baby, have a good time. Yeah. And the minute we got in the car, I was just so emotional. I was oh. like, oh, daddy's going to miss you. Have a great time. I'm so proud of you. Can you just even imagine those teachers on that? I just can't. Mm. Obviously, my husband's a teacher, but I still can't get over the fact that he has patience. Well. In general. People, teachers have to, and I don't have it. That's why I'm not a teacher. But... Literally just this morning, actually, let me take this as an opportunity to say as a collective, everyone that's messaged me, right? Oh my God, teachers, parents, so many lovely messages. And they're all saying the same thing, like he's going to have the best time. Mm. I'm like, I know he is. He's going to have a great like time. Like the greatest. Like I said, he's not going to wash. Not going to wash. brush his teeth. He's not going to change his he's underwear. He's probably going to be hangry when yeah. he gets home. It's all of this. Um, but he's going to have a great time. Oh, And it's just it. so nice. And everyone is like really, I feel like there's a nice, we've talked about it before, like I love my community on there. Yeah. They just get it. Even when I'm being a bit, so of a, nice. bit of a sap and emotional, they just get it. It's really nice. That's probably the moments that they get it the most because yeah. they've been through it. Can we just also talk while mm. we're on this about, I think you just mentioned like getting him out of the house yeah. to the actual thing was like the nightmare. Just the mornings for me, getting out the house with B yeah. are the most stressful parts of my day. Just the mornings. Yeah, I, I think that is why true is that? for every parent. But why? It doesn't get any better. And I do it to myself because, like, for instance, this morning before you came, I took into the music class. Yeah. And I knew full well that I had to leave at a certain time. But obviously, we left later than we were meant to leave. Yeah. And it, that's, I think, what stresses me out. But I haven't learned from my past behaviours. So why haven't I learned that, actually, mm. Simon, just leave 10 minutes earlier? Were you, or have you always been, like, a punctual kind of guy? No, never. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm stressing myself out by not changing my ways. You know, so it's I, so I, annoying. I said to you today, didn't I, I'll be, get to you at 12.30. Yeah, and you were literally on, here. And it's not even, I didn't plan that in the car going, I'll get yeah, out Yeah, but the you car are punctual. I'm, I just am very, always have been punctual. I'll be early or on time. I'll <laughs> never be late. What is it that Rue said, Rue Paul? He said something about... Um, He's, he's always he's always early and he I can't remember what he said about work and it's actually quite relevant to this episode because yes. we're obviously talking about work yeah he's and I can't remember what it is I'm so sorry I've just built this story you build up. it up and it's crap but it's basically like he's always early and he never answers back or something like that when he's on a job um, you had to be there I guess yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe I'll delete that bit from the podcast <laughs> cut that bit <laughs> Oh my god. So we are talking. Talking work. We're talking nine to five. You gotta again. you gotta go to work. work, work <laughs> yeah, I like work, how you went to work. Sierra and I went to Dolly. <laughs> That's not Sierra. Who is it? Oh my god, it's is Kelly it Rowland. I don't know. 
No. Oh, what's wrong with us? <laughs> Who is it? That was Fifth Harmony. No? You gotta go to work. You ain't gotta go to work, work, work. You can work from home. <laughs> that song, Work From Home. Oh my god. Kelly Rowland did one called work. She did one called, that was And one. Sierra yeah. did one that had work in it. Oh my god. Okay, all of those people. Ooh, yeah. Bops. Yeah, we're talking, about, we're talking about work. But we're talking about work, aren't we? Just firstly, I have to say thanks for the cup of tea. My hands oh, are warming it's up. Nice to have a cup the of temperature. Yeah. This, this is why global warming's real. Because like a week or two ago, I came here and we were like the door opened. Like I was pouring a sweat. Yeah. Yeah. And we're now having teas to warm our hands up. This is my favourite kind of weather though. Sweater weather. Yeah. It's good. We're digressing. Mm. We're going all over the place. We can't talk about weather. Should we, do you want to do an episode about weather? Not really. <laughs> I think we'd lose all of our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um. Work. Yeah. Nine to five. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Queen. <laughs> um, have you watched Nine to Five, by the way, the film? No. Oh my God, Tom. <laughs> well, we're doing that after recording Let's this. Let's do a movie night. Oh <laughs> Let's my do God. a movie night. Yes. Um, it's a really good film. Yeah. But um, it actually is quite relevant because it talks about like the slog that you have to do mm-hmm. to not get any rewards. And that's how I think a lot of people feel about work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, news just in. I have recently, yes. I don't want to make it all about me. Let's make it all about you. But I have recent, very recently handed in my mm. notice at work. You are literally cutting off the shackles of that well, rat race. Well, I'm just following from your leads. Because yeah. you did it. Best what, thing I ever how, did. How long ago now? 15, 16 months ago. Just wow. over a year. Yeah, just over a year. I yeah. remember so clearly the day before you did it. But I remember probably speaking to you and a few other like people I had met through this work. Yeah. I was like, do I do it? Do I do it? And there was just this overarching, even if I didn't have Instagram, mm. I would have left. You had, had to. You just to, had to do it. Something in me nearing 40, I was like, that machine that I was a part of mm. served me so well. I'll never knock it because we all need jobs. 100%. But there was something in me that was like, I actually can't take another Teams call. Yeah. I can't have my boss say. The Teams, you know, the, the noise. It's actually PTSD. I still get it yeah so kai has a laptop a microsoft one and he's downloaded all these apps yeah. and things and i hear the noises from a microsoft <gasps> laptop i can't and i think oh oh my god i've got a call oh work. my god because it was just that oh it was just part of me that thought a project that i don't give two shits about yeah, i have to no, deliver and act like i care about uh-huh, it because uh-huh. i'm telling you now he's hitting the table listener that's why you can hear the thumping oh, so- he's passionate he's passionate um, the reason like i saw a really good tiktok saying about how corporate life is an act, mm. and I've said that for so long. That's I've never. Everyone's about acting. It like that. Everyone's acting. Stop it. it. Of course they are. Nobody wants to be there. Oh my god! Nobody you're wants so to right. build a hundred page. So right. Like, why put slides together? A hundred page deck about the profit of X. I can't. I can't. I can't. Nobody adapt. wants to do it. No one wants. It's an act. Wow. We are all. Go- we we all need to win Oscars. Or well, actually, no, not the lottery. Oh, that would be good. I need to play it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, yeah, you've just left the corporate I have. World. And actually we are in, we were in similar, we're in like the marketing world. Yeah. And I've been doing it for a long time for big brands. Mm-hmm. So I was at Very for a long time. I, I was at Matalan for a long time. And I've just been, I was, I was working, working in accessories. <laughs> And I was working for another big high street brand just now. And I just, 
also being on adoption leave because I've still got a few months left I just mm. thought if I do not do it now mm-hmm. then I really won't do it the thing is with me is I've been saying that for probably about 10 years mm, it's time and it's never been the right time I don't think yeah. now is 100 million percent the right time yeah. I hit 40 in April I've just adopted and I'm on adoption leave if I don't do it now when, when? when am I going to do it? Do you also think, um, I thought about this a lot before I made the decision, Mm. because I think we were heading into some sort of cost of living drama at the Mm -hmm. time. It's been going on a couple of years, hasn't it? You know, prices, petrol, bills were going up. And I remember thinking shortly after I left uh, my employment Mm. that I'd been at for almost five years in the toy industry. I had a great job working on brands like Barbie. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Thomas the Tank Engine and... Digital marketing. For I cannot that. believe you were not there for the Barbie film. Oh, I just missed it. Would you have liked to have been there? I knew it was coming. You... Like, yeah, that, that's been in the works for years. Yes. And then the pandemic stopped it. There were other, there's other things coming that is so exciting. <gasps> yeah. Tell us now. I'm not going to spill the tea. <laughs> but um, really amazing, truly an amazing company. And now yeah. you cannot say that about many, right? Mm, I've had not. five, six corporate brand jobs. Mm. And that company truly lived and breathed what it spoke about. And you cannot say that about no. many. So I had a great time. Mm-hmm. But I had to go. Yeah. And then shortly after, shit really hit the fan in mm. the world. Because mm. like, all of a sudden I was noticing the bills were skyrocketing. Food shopping was... And I literally had a bit of a panic thinking, what have I done? What a risk. Like, cause I think I'm going to have that. It, well, I was going <laughs> to just turn it to you and sort of say like... Good for you, because it's such a brave thing, right? Because not only yeah. you just had a kid, yeah. your husband has set up his own drama school. He has. And you were leaving a secure, I'm using whatever that is, in inverted, in commas. inverted commas, yeah. because everyone says it's secure, but you can easily be made redundant. Of course. Shit like that. I've yeah, been yeah. made redundant twice, you know? So, but it is seen as secure, it is seen as safety net, right? Yeah. So you're out there now, got to hustle and make your own money. Well, yeah, I mean, like you just said, we've both kind of done it at the same time. Which whilst is, being new parents. Which is frightening. But also, my husband is in a very good position now with his freelance work that he's doing. Yeah. Like, his performing arts school is doing really well. Yeah. And then he's just... Re- really recently, last week, I don't think we even told you that he's mm. got another job. He got another three-day-a-week job in like an Amazing. incredible private school. Oh, which brilliant. I'm not going to obviously say what it is. But yeah. he is very happy. Oh, my washing machine's going... <laughs> you can hear the dinging. Is that connected to your watch? Your no. watch just flicked. I was like, your washing machine. No, maybe you just moved. I just moved. Oh my um, God. So yeah, he he's in a very secure position with leaving his job yeah. at the end of the year and then starting like other work. Yeah. I am not in as a secure position, but I just know deep in my soul that I have to make it work. I just it's have to. It's going to work. So, and that attitude, honestly, so will work for you because yeah. I didn't just decide to jack in my job, mm-hmm. obviously. Like being the... Is it breadwinner? Like, I yeah. just earned more yeah. in the relationship, right? A really good wage. What I consider to be a really good wage. Yeah. It supported us, right? Mm-hmm. To walk away from that, I, I am not, like, a risk taker. So, I mean, yes, this is a Neither risk. Neither is Nick. Mm. But I made... It was very calculated risk. So, yeah. I made sure I had X amount in my banks to see me through if nothing happened, if it all flopped or whatever. And I just thought, now or never. Yeah. And I can always go back to employment if I need yeah, to. Yeah, of course. I do sometimes panic and think, who the hell's going to hire me? Because I haven't, you know... But been you're in... very quite new out of work. It's only been a year. Yeah. And also... I ain't going back. No, of course you're not. Um, that's, I think for me, I'm going to have to make whatever happens. But you do have those skills. 
if yeah. even if you want it might come a point where you're like actually I want to go back yeah or I might set up my own business like you're yeah. doing or working mm. with brands in a different way like yeah. there's I just feel really excited mm. by the possibilities and just leaving that nine to five behind yeah it was weird because I knew so well that I needed to hand in my notice but it's always that I got really nervous before I did it yeah I and I've like had it in like a couple of times in my life and each time I've been really nervous about it. Mm. Like, you know, like nervous when you need like a nervous poo. Oh my God. And I did nervous poo before I had it in my notice and yeah. then did it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not around going deep. I, uh, yeah, I had like a big nervous poo before Good Morning Britain. I was like, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I need to get that out. Yeah, yeah. And then you feel good? And then I felt good. Mm. And I did it. And actually my boss was just so good about it. I mean, just they so can't not be. Well, I think they can be. Wow. I think my, I've, my, I've heard my horror boss, stories. My boss was just like, get it, go, yeah. do this. This is. But I don't think, I think that's not rare, but I do think there's definitely two Maybe. camps. Yeah, I think bosses. I was in a very, very uh, good company. Yeah, you know? and, and I am too. So it's, it does make it a lot easier when people understand why you're doing it. And obviously yeah. she was a mum and there's lots of like parents who work at the company. So it was... You know, like when you physically feel like a weight lift off your shoulders. Mm. I was like, "Oh my it's god!" Strange. Never mind that nervous poo. I feel like I've got no weight on me. Literally none. Yeah. And I think for me, um, the pandemic changed it all. Really yes. had a massive part to play. Uh-huh. I was at home for two years working for them. Just couldn't do it. Hearing those team, that team's pinging off while I'm trying to oh do the washing gosh. or like you know skiving. Having a poo. Having a nervous poo. And spoke <laughs> a lot about poo. <laughs> But, like, I feel like that had a part to play. And then just, you know, Instagram being wonderful and providing me with what it's providing, it's just made me think there is more to life. I have been in the corporate office world, Mm. uh, well, since I was 19, so what was that? When I left my last job, 18, 19 years. So almost two decades of that slog. Same. I just felt a bit like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, come on, there's got to be something else. Um, I think it suits a lot of people and I get it. Like, it's I really, do get it. Yeah. But I think when you're creative, as, yeah. like, we both are and lots of people that we know are, mm. it's really hard to, like, go into an office, even when yeah. you're in a creative industry, because I'm in the fashion industry, which is yeah. very creative yeah. or, you know, supposedly creative. As soon as you're, like, an in-house in a brand or, like, where not mm. even a brand, but just wherever... It's almost like the creativity is sucked from you because yeah. there's still processes. You still need to get things signed yeah. off. Yeah, As you know, like, so you had to do this. I think this. that's when I say, like, oh, I worked on brands like Barbie and Hot Wheels and all of that. But I think people might have a vision of what that looked like. It truly was not sexy at all. But people think because of we're, course, like, in marketing, in marketing PR, all that stuff, it's, it's like, fluff. not. And it's so not. I actually didn't do any of the brand stuff. Yeah. I made the agencies do everything. Yeah. You know, sent them briefs reviewed or it's just it's really not sexy whatsoever i think sexy Parts of it can sexy be. marketing is agency side which i yeah. tried lasted like five months and uh, i jacked it in me too let's yeah. not go there but... oh yeah <laughs> we both did it i did agency side when i got made redundant yeah from a place my first proper job uh-huh. and i was there nine years the, i was with the company nine years had different jobs mm. so i all i knew my professional experience was that place mm-hmm. i was like mm, i'm gonna try agency i was like hell well, no. why we had like the same life Ooh. is so weird. Yeah. Because I, as you know, I did that. Yeah. And I was there three months and I won't go into it, you did it too much. Me. So I, I did less you. than you. <laughs> and I, th- I think I've said this to you before, I think it probably was 
one of the worst times of my life. Yeah. 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 I lost myself. Mm. And being like a confident, like 40 year old, to have that mm. when you are my age. Yes. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Honestly, it was like a bizarre situation. Because you've grown, right? You, yeah. You know, through your 20s, totally. you make the mistakes, you fuck up, you learn. 30s, you put things into yeah, action, yeah. I feel. And then when you're getting <gasps> to 40, it's like, no, I actually know what I'm about, what I need to be doing. And then when that's taken away from you, Ooh, honestly, babes. Yeah. It was, I just, I also now I feel like I've blurred it out of my mind. Yeah. So I can't even really remember like that time because but it, it was, was only so three weird. months as well, thank God. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I totally a... get it because I yeah. think, you know, God, there are people working in agencies that are bloody living their best mm. lives and they are about that hustle, they're about that culture. You know me? I think I would It just wasn't for me. No, but I think like the right agency or even your own agency is so different. Yeah, but it's that, it's that need to please the client yeah. that for me was like... Not and, even the client, just other well, people. Well, other but people, anyway. yeah, I get it. And now I'm like, I am the client. <laughs> you are the client. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It's a weird, just, yeah. You're, but what you said earlier about mm. it's all an act. Wow. It's all an act. Like... It is all... That is, like, everybody quite profound. It, it's really profound. And I've actually said it for years, so I need to trademark that, because everyone is getting in their car and driving to work or getting on the train with their earphones in, in their own world, right? Yeah. The minute you step mm. in those office doors... Mm. You're playing a role. You're playing a role. Mm. No one can tell me any Babes, different. you've changed my whole world Because, now. and also, you're not saving <clears throat> lives. Like, that's why I truly believe, like, the roles of, like, doctors, nurses, teachers, they're mm. going in and doing 100%. the best damn work. I was saying this yesterday. Yes. It's, it's PR, not ER. That's basically mm. like a... Oh, how profound <laughs> is that? I love it. It's true. That could be the name of this. No, it's not the name of this podcast. No. What is this called? Oh, nine, working nine to five. Working nine to five. Yeah, it's um, it's very true. And even in this job I do now, whenever I get asked, oh my God, it must be like this, this and this. I'm like, I kind of want to explain to people it's really not easy. Yeah. Because it's not. No. I, I am a one man band. Uh-huh. I don't have any management, no representation. You do you? No, doing it all myself. So I look at the finances, I do all my invoices. Well, I'm free and available if you need any help, babe. Oh my God, you can be my PA. <laughs> no, I cannot be. Your... Oh, I don't think it would work. <laughs> it, it wouldn't work. But like, I'm doing it all, right? Yeah. And that's a lot. Mm. But in no way am I complaining, or I'm in no way am I saying I'm saving lives. We're really not. I'm yeah, no, having we're not. fun. But you're just and doing what you're doing in your own part of the internet. And doing what I can do the... to make money and support my family exactly. and have a great life. Exactly. <laughs> What was your first job? My first job was in a little local chemist mm. um, that's actually still around today. And they used to take on like a lot of... I, th- I was really young. I was yeah. like maybe 14 or 15. I think we all worked really young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like I was serving customers, but also doing stock checking and yeah. I don't know, all the like, yeah. menial tasks yeah. when you're that age. But that was my first job. And actually, I really worked, always had a job since yeah. then. Um, I've never been that person to not. I think it was sort of really just expected. Yeah. You just get on and do you it. You just do it. You get what was your first job? Similar age, I think. Mm. Must have been. My brother went through a stint of being a hairdresser. Oh, yeah. Um, or training. To be, and he did become one. And it was at Harrington's. Yeah. Um, in Marlow. Oh, yeah. Cute little... I literally went to Marlow last week. It's really cute. It's so cute. It's really nice. Little village town. I guess yeah. it's like a little village. 
Um, just on the Thames. On the Thames, mm-hmm. a little bit posh. Mm, it is yeah. very posh. Yeah. Um, and I worked in Harrogate. And you turn up. And then I turned up and <laughs> it just went What down. do you have with your hair? Literally went down here <laughs> from there. I, when I tell you, I fucked up, right? I oh was, my God, I what did you do been, to people's hair? No, I didn't cut hair, obviously. I was the Saturday boy, so I yeah, swept hair. You swept hair. Made the teas and coffees. Yeah. Washed the towels. Uh-huh. Um, but every now and then you had to wash people's hair. Because Saturday's in the salon. Is I'm putting a face. Tr- like, I, couldn't, I couldn't wash people's I hair. Had, I started wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> no, the clientele there had bosh hair. Bosh hair. But they, it's, you know, all the shampoo and conditioner oh, on your hands all day isn't good for you. So I was doing that. And the hustle and bustle of a salon on a Saturday, mm. any hairdressers, stylists Babes. listening, they're going to get this. I've worked in the hairdressers. Well, there you go. I'll tell you this. We are the same person. Mm-hmm. It, we was, are. it was nuts, right? So sometimes you're like, Tom, can you wash this client's hair? I didn't really know what I was doing, but I. <laughs> Just kind of like... Just walking around with your gloves. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> I just sort of washed, used any shampoo or whatever. But I remember doing a colour, right? And she had... They made you do a colour? No, I didn't do a colour. I did a wash the colour oh, right, okay, right, out. Right. I washed the colour out. And I used that purple shampoo that you use for like blonde plant yeah, yeah. hair on like a brunette. Oh, jeez. But I didn't know. What happened? I don't know. I think I just... Whatever. Did she have to have her hair shined up? I've got... I just, you just uh, left. That, I just, I just, I just left. Out. I'm I, done. I fucked that one up. But do you know what I remember about that? Like, I think I was paid £15 for the day. Oh, my God. So I just want to come back to the hairdressers, but I remember yeah. I worked in, you know, Spa, the, like, the... Yeah, supermarket. Supermarket. Um, there's a local one to where I grew up, and I worked there over a summer, and actually not even over a summer. I think I literally did, like, three days. Oh, God. Because I was doing whatever I was doing, and then... <laughs> The manager, and I wasn't, I'm not a confrontational person. No. The manager was like, well, you know, on the weekends, I can't remember what he said, we get all our staff to take everything off the shelves and like dust them. And I turned around and I was like, you're paying me £3.25 an hour. I'm not doing that. Oh my And I literally walked God. out. How old were you? I actually don't know. I must have been like 16 or 17 maybe. So you've always been a bit of a diva. <laughs> I just, I don't know what came over me, but I was like... You weren't feeling I'm not it. doing that. I'm not dusting your Sorry, shelves. I'm not dusting for £3 an hour. No way, no ma'am. I can't, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, but we well, all the, did it. The, the um, minimum wage has completely oh, changed since we were, since we were that busted, age. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the jobs. The jobs are crazy. Was there a job that sort of like, there was a, I don't know, maybe it was the salon because you were there three years, but like that was like a really defining point in your life Ooh. that, or, you know, that just really meant something to you or then shaped been, you. There's been a few. One was when randomly I worked at a law firm, um, but I was working with my, <clears throat> I was working with my best friend Lee there. Yeah. And it was quite a bit of a moment because we were both like, like young gays and we spent a lot of time together and mm. it was just like a bit of a moment like mm. we worked together and it was just like we had a great time yeah. and it was just fun and actually I think the hairdressers you're right I think it was probably a bit of a monumental moment in my life too because yeah. I actually left the hairdressers to go to journalism school mm. so it's just before that kind of time my life kicked off yeah. so it was almost like I was leaving one and I did think I was gonna open a salon on my own wow. with a friend and yeah. stuff but I decided to leave that and go somewhere else. So it was a bit of like a turning point. That's really nice. But I've always said that the jobs that I've had basically since the salon and since having my own blog mm. um, have been, have come from having my blog. Yes. 
So yeah, I've had that's my brilliant though. For people who aren't listening, I've had a fashion blog for like twelve plug, years. Plug the blog. Plug the blog. The very dot com. I mean, I haven't updated it for a long time. Oh my god. But because I was, it was like the time where blogging was coming up. Yeah. And. There was only like a few of us doing it. And because I was there at that time, that mm, moment in mm. time, it has afforded me like loads of jobs. And all my well. jobs have come from the fact that I've had this blog yes. and had this kind of I think like it's a really great thing. addition to your CV. And I think yeah. my last job, the great, amazing one at the yeah. toy company, I have a feeling I got it because of... And I wasn't like big on it. I'm not big on Instagram now. Yes, but you are. No, you know what I mean. Like, but I feel naff saying it but I didn't have a big following and I was just coming through with the blog and working really hard but you that. still had this online personality yeah, and, and presence they, and, they and like I put it. that on my CV because yeah. I don't like, need to know that about yeah. me and they questioned me about it in the interview really? and I just think that sort of helped me and got me it because I couldn't Definitely. honestly I was not and am not the best digital marketer out there yeah but I think I get by on personality experience 100%. And and the extracurricular stuff like the blog, Instagram, that yeah. sort of thing. I've, I I do sometimes feel like I don't want to ever undermine my hard work because I've definitely worked hard. Mm. But I do also feel quite fortunate that I've like blagged quite a lot. Me too. But Blagging is the best. Do it. Oh my god. Yeah. I think a lot of my career has been blagged. Yeah. Me too. How, how fortunate. Yeah, it's amazing. Actually, I've got a friend called Alison who is a master blagger. Like, yeah. I've never seen people, someone blagging I feel like a lot her. of people in my life are actual blaggers now. And a lot of people online are. I think that's, you have to be almost... It's the almost, industry as well. Yeah. Like, you have to be... Yeah. It's almost, it's almost borderline blagging, but then, um, like, hyping yourself up. I feel like no one hustling. else, no one else, like I said, I do this all on my own. So yeah. No one, and our podcast. Yeah. We, we are the ones making the ads. Yeah. We're the ones talking about it, making the videos, doing the editing. We have to hype ourselves up. No one hustle. else is going to do no. it for us. So right. And I think that's where my energy has come from. I watched the Beckham documentary, right? Yeah, haven't finished it yet. It's a good he, one, though. It's a good one. And he is a manifester. Yeah. He created everything he's got. Mm. And I applaud him for that. Mm. You know, I think David's got a lot of flaws in, in ways. Mainly the Qatar World Cup issue. Yes. Um, but you cannot take away from him what he achieved. Yeah. And he did that. He drew those opportunities into him by blagging, by saying the right thing, by wearing the crazy outfit. He knew what to do. Oh, and yeah. I totally respect that. Yeah. I think you're right, though. It's all about blagging. It is. I my So my career is, did, is was digital marketing, yeah. right? But that came from working in a call centre. So yeah. at 19, I joined this Dutch bank who came to the UK, they were new, mm. and they offered just this incredible savings account. I knew shit. Mm. I couldn't even, I got like an F in maths, GCSE, right? I just, well done. I, thank you. <laughs> it was a pass, I think, I'm sure. Um, and I got a job in a call centre, helping rich people, actually, mm. a lot of them had millions of pounds in their bank, helping rich people get five, six, seven percent on their savings. And yeah. every month they'd call to withdraw 7,000. Uh, and you were like, is anyone looking for a husband? I was literally <laughs> like, are you, can you be my sugar baby? Do you, do you need a sugar baby? Because I'm around. Because I was 19, so I was a baby. Yeah. And then I got a secondment in the company. It was a great company, Dutch. Mm. Just one, but it was on the, on the rise. It was such a good time to be a part of them. Yeah. And but I was so young. So mm. I'd never even experienced uh, Outlook doing emails. Really? I, didn't, I didn't know how what office life was like. And it took me a really long time to get up to speed yeah and then I found like a couple years three or four years maybe later I got a secondment which is where someone left and they wanted to replace just for a short period of time in mm. marketing 
and no marketing experience. I don't have A-levels. With or the bank, this was. With a bank. I have no degree, nothing, right? I had an interview with the head of the director of marketing. And I thought he might be gay. So I thought, oh, I'm going to try and like, play up to I'm going to flirt with him a bit. But I don't think he was. But um, <laughs> in the interview, he asked me, the final question was like, I can't can remember. I, can I take you on a date? <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> he, I can't remember what the question was, but it was, I, I had to answer something about their new advertising. Mm. And I said, oh, I really know, I love how you've sort of like switched the font really subtly. And then he was like, you noticed that? And I was like, yeah, like I'm all about the detail. And I know Oops. that got me the job. That was the moment. And it's such a small thing because I had nothing to offer them. Mm. Nothing. Well, but it got me in. And from there, I then had a four or five year career in digital marketing there. Went on to agency, left that. And then went on to like baby, yeah, baby food just, and charity and toy. I worked in all these different industries. It's, it's like a snowball effect. Absolutely. Yeah. And anyone listening now, I doubt really anyone going through GCSEs or A-levels mm. or unis listening to mm. us. I don't think that's our demographic. No, maybe. But, oh my God. Who knows? If it is, but if you have kids that are doing it, oh my God, the grades, the, the, the degrees, like great it's if you get it. them, it's but it just, all about. I feel like I'm proof that you don't need that you just need to meet the right people and the right opportunities and believe in what you're saying because obviously you yeah. believed in what you were saying yeah. about that font changing truly and, I yeah. didn't think that would get me I didn't say it to get the job no but I just you have to say what you have it. to say yeah it was great <gasps> now so good we asked some Instagram questions didn't mm. we um, you asked do you feel like you have a good work life balance how do you how would you answer that previous to handing your notice in I, so, I've got to say, during lockdown and all that time, yeah. I didn't have the greatest work-life balance because mm-hmm. I feel like, and I, I think a lot of people felt the same, I've spoken to lots of people about it, because you were at home 24-7 and all you could really do was either work or just like watch TV, so mm-hmm. I worked like my ass off. But do you feel before the pandemic you had a good one? Because I felt like I was either driving to work or at work, yeah. or at home for dinner with Danny, missing bedtime. And then I just had family time at the weekend. Well, because I didn't have a child, I feel like I could have been... I was a bit more selfish with my time. Yeah. So I think I I was okay. Mm. But ask me now if I would, if I'd kept my job now with a child, yeah. I think it would have been a different answer. But I, I think I've always had a good work-life balance because no job mm. or employer I've had has meant enough to me. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think that was the right choice because... I can't say I've ever given an employer 110%. Interesting. And I'm kind of proud of that because I did what I was paid I to do. So they're not listening. <laughs> God, they're never hiring me <laughs> again. I'm a shit job. <laughs> For sure they got like a good 100% a lot of, of the time. Of course they did. But I never, no, I, really, I never really literally busted my guts with them. But that's because where I, I knew, mm. I think I just knew that this is not forever. Yeah. But I feel like that, I was going to say, like, when you know, because I'm the same. People are like, well, do you want to be like a marketing director? And I'm like, no, no. I don't want to be a marketing director. Like, I've you... seen people do that and I don't want to do that. Exactly. But when it comes to busting the gut, we joke about this podcast. Like, we launch it on, we release a new episode on Monday, right? Yeah. On a Sunday night, we're editing videos. We're editing yeah, like, yeah. And we do it. Our working day, like, and I, I said to Danny last night, I was like, I don't want to have to come home after dropping Kai off for this trip yeah. and look at my emails because I'm just going to just want to go to Simon's yeah. and whatever. So I was working last night, yeah. my choice. Yeah. And it's wonderful that I can do that yeah. because I will bust a gut for myself. Of course my you will. Job. Of course. Um, and 
that was that I think I always knew that. But that's how people who own companies are successful. That's why they're successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interestingly, though, yes, I do's was thirty two percent. That's pretty good. And then it could it could do with some improving is forty percent. So that's the I reckon. Majority. Yeah, that is the majority. I reckon the thirty two percent of people that say they have a good work life balance. Mm. I love that. I mean, could it would be great to be a lot higher. And I think, like I said, I think the pandemic has a lot to play for that because yeah. a lot of people have a bit more flexibility now. But what I will say about that and this push for flexible working. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. And this talk of four-day working weeks is amazing. Yeah. That is just people in offices. Yeah. Right? There are shops, malls, restaurants, farms. nurses, farm. These these guys aren't getting a four-day working no. week. They don't get flexi working they have from to home. Slug their guts and out I feel like we are talking to such a group of people when yeah. we talk about flexible True. working. Because actually nurses can't work from home. No. They Imagine are. if they started demanding it, like we'd be in a real I mean? shit. And it's it's just like so. It's a really, really privileged thing to say and to be a part of to say I can flexible work because 100%. it's not the reality for so many people. Cleaners, they have to go to the building to clean it. Yeah. They're not able to have that flexibility and they are probably some of the lowest paid people, yet they don't have that flexibility that some of the highest paid people do. It's crazy, isn't it? So true. What did we ask? Well, we asked on that story as well. Just like, yeah. you know, let us know what you're thinking about work-life balance. And there mm. was loads of people saying, saying similar things. Yeah. I want more time with the children. Yeah. Working from home has really affected my self-esteem. I don't speak to people for days on end. Need to change careers. Mm. I work part-time and that seeps into extra hours. But because mm. of being part-time, it's manageable. And that's what I'm worrying about, about being freelance. Because... If I get a client, I know that I want to put my all into it. Yeah. So if I work like two days a week, I know that it's going to filter into the other days. Yeah. So, so I think this is... you've got to be careful of that, I guess. Yeah. I think one thing you've got is that you have a day rate and you know what you're yeah. getting paid for. Whereas perhaps in my line of work, I have brands, agencies come to me uh, with their own delays, right? They should have come to me weeks ago with a brief, with product, with whatever... And it'll be so late and then they'll say, we need this next week. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's unachievable because I'm not available to shoot or Kai's not here or, or whatever. So I feel like I have that in the sense that, because I just read a comment and then I said, I'm a people pleaser. It's really, it really is hard to manage in that environment. And, yeah. and I get that because I want these brands that I'm working with to one, really like working with me. I two, work with you again. enjoy my content and I make good quality content for them. So they mm. want to work with me again. But when they are tricky to work with and there's, definitely some yeah it makes it really hard and Mm. i think so like i always say i think people might think oh as a content creator you just get to have a laugh and take pictures and do videos that background stuff that no one sees i've had to have i've had to have really difficult conversations because no one can have the conversation for me so i'm like oh my god i have to like let this person down or i have to tell them they've been out of order it's really awkward um we also asked what's what's the one thing you'd want to say to your boss Honestly, these oh are the my best. God. So good. Grow some balls. Wake the <laughs> fuck up. Pay me more. Yeah. Treat people with honesty, respect, and kindness always. What is your job? Oh. <laughs> I feel like so many people want to ask that to them. I've boss. had that, I think, with a lot of my bosses. And I think maybe it's just to manage you and look after you and you know, I don't know, like make so sure true. make sure the team is ticking. I don't know. But I think <laughs> what? sorry. You're a fucking arse. 
Oh my god, I'm completely in love with you. Oh my <gasps> god. I need to know more. I'm not going to say your name, but I need to know more. Let's reach out to her and yes. say, give us the tea. I need to know everything because is I want to know if people have had office romances with their bosses. They must. Oh my have. god, we should have asked that question. Yes. Manage and challenge your fucking. <laughs> No, read it properly. Manage and challenge your fucking manager, dickhead. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. There's I'm lots of swearing. Sorry, guys. This is lots definitely explicit. explicit. I'm fucking capable of doing more if you would stop being so scared of letting me have influence here, hun. Hun. Hun in capital letters. Ooh. She means it. You're angry. Um, Fuck you and your non-flexible work. <laughs> I, I'd get banned if I put... If I, oh, I don't think you will. I, really I think feel. everyone's saying what they want. Be more transparent. Absolutely. Mm. Do you know what? I've had... Re- I have had really good bosses. Because mm. I think when I... In my last job... Yeah. Like I was saying, Instagram was coming up for me and I was doing stuff and I had to say to them, well, can I go on the telly to do this thing? Yeah. And I was like, I'll check with HR and I won't mention the company. Mm. And my boss was like, do it. Just this do is it. what I a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And she was just like... She was just really supportive. And I was like, you could have said, well, actually, it's a cross, what do they call it? A, a conflict of interest. A conflict, and yeah. it wasn't. It was great. This is this is a quite a poignant one. Honestly, I wish I could tell her I'm struggling. But as it's not a work issue, I won't because it's not her problem. I feel like my... There must be loads of that. But also, I, you don't have to take my advice, but just have a chat with them. Like an mm. honest chat. Because... They might understand it. They might have yeah. been through something similar. I sometimes I've always worried about that because I think showing that you know how I said it's all an act, right? Yeah. So showing that human realness, vulnerability, mm. I do just sometimes I worried that they thought, well, Tom's not going to be able to do a good job because mm. he's got a lot going on at home. So I'd rather not tell them. Or you know, let me I tell need... you something though. They, your boss will know that you aren't feeling a hundred percent. Yeah. They just they will know yeah. because I've I've just been a boss mm. and I knew. Instantly, when someone walked into yeah. the office, by the look on their face, mm. if they were having a hard day, yeah. if I needed to say, "Is oh, everything you okay?" Been a good boss. I was a really good boss. Yeah, um, but honestly, to that person, just I would have the um, have the chat. Yeah. Um, to my ex boss, you're a see you next Tuesday. If I ever saw them again, I'd say it. Hashtag therapy. therapy. <laughs> I love that one. Here is my resignation. Yes. <laughs> resign. Everyone resign. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. I could just read these all day. Oh my god, I feel like we've gone really quickly, but we haven't. We've been talking loads. Oh my god. We're almost at the end. What would your dream job be? (laughs) Well, if you would have asked me like 15 years ago, I always used to say I wanted to be, and it was so specific, I wanted to be Sharon Osbourne's PA. (laughs) Listener. (laughs) Okay. I don't understand why. That's the most random yeah, thing. I wanted to be her PA. I think now, wow. my dream, I've got a couple of dream jobs. Yeah. Um, and I've actually kind of like half done one is to be like just a full-time author. Nice. And I have written a couple of books. I just would love to do that. Mm. Also, I just really want to work with dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like that is a dream. <gasps> Absolute dream. Yeah. I would find that incredible. Oh my God, as you're saying that, look at Dylan. Oh my God. That's oh, Dolly. Dolly. I, I really had to can, look there. I, can never I know, she's rolling around in her bed. But yeah, I'd love to work with That's dogs. an amazing you? job. Um, I wanted to be a pop star. Oh my God. Of course I did. You could still do that. that can you sing? Yeah, of course. He I, um, can't. I really can. <laughs> I'm trained. I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, growing up I wanted to be a pop star. Love. I was, I, I was going to make it. I was going to be a I pop star. I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, 
did like extracurricular stuff at drama school. My Marcus. dad paid for it, did it all. It's never too late, babes. Well, then I was like, do you know what? You could be like a bit of a Michael Bublé now. Oh, Lord. He's thinking Gaga, I'm thinking (laughs) Bublé. I then was like acting, I want to do, be an actor. Yeah. And I think realistically, I did performing arts. Yeah. At college and Mm -hmm. did all that. And I think realistically, I mean, Hollywood never called. Oh, babe. And... Marlo did. Marlo did. (laughs) I had to make money. So, yeah, I dropped that one. Yeah. But... Without sounding too cheesy, I think I'm doing my dream job. I get to chat to you. Well, that's true. Like, that's a pretty good job. Although we're not paying ourselves for this at the moment. Yeah, we're not. But you're right, it's all... Sorry, dog is The dog is literally having an asthma attack. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a very good place to leave it. Not the dog having an asthma attack, but you doing your dream job. we're doing our dream job. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This... It's been season one. Oh my God, season one. That is actually a really good way to end it. Yes, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Oh my God, I hope you've enjoyed all these wonderful episodes. We've really had so much fun doing it. And we will be back in the new year. I think we're going to be back with season two. I just think we will. Yeah. Um, But thank you so much for listening. As always, please like, subscribe, review. Rate, review, share it on... You know, Tinder <laughs> and Grinder and LinkedIn and Gaydar and Gaydar Girls. Gaydar Girls. Just do it. We really appreciate Gaydar it. Girls. I think it's that a real was, thing. It was a real thing. Um, but thank you. Yeah, and the, the podcast. Did you stop recording? No. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is going. Off. It's going nowhere. So all these episodes are going to live here forever. So even if you're just catching up, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you later.